0: three two one boys and girls welcome back we got josh cool in the house professional mma fighter how are you sir i'm good i'm good i'm uh happy you pronounced my uh, last name correctly <laughs> well i made sure to look it up beforehand because <laughs> it does confuse you but did you have people pronounce it wrong in the lead yeah, up to your last fight a lot of people not, not even my last fight
1: but throughout my whole life like even as a as a kid growing up, then pronouncing my last name when I was, they were handing out awards and stuff, so. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So. Well, I get that problem as well. Dougal is like a hard name to pronounce and nobody has it. You get a lot of Dougal. Dougal. <laughs> um, I just say it's Google with a D. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you just came off like uh, your first UFC fight, which was a loss to Jalen Turner, but yep. it was a... Uh, um, it was a fight on short notice right so UFC came to Australia and you got 2 weeks notice and you had to move up a weight division yep. um what was your overall experience to that like um to be honest as soon as they as soon as that
1: opportunity presented itself you know i was going to take it with both hands i wasn't i wasn't going to say no to that you know it doesn't matter if i had to fight at heavyweight you know what i mean as long as i, I was yeah. able to get a fight in there and get my foot in the door and, and you know be able to you know get my foot in the door and now I'm here and I actually get a proper contract and a proper fight with these guys. So, um, yeah, it was it's just an opportunity and I jumped at it. You know, this is a, a lifetime a lifetime goal. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like knocking back a, a lottery ticket that's a winning lottery ticket, you know what I mean? So, it's the same thing. So, I sort of
0: jumped, jumped at it, you know. Yeah, well, there was a lot of people who, uh, at least in the media coverage I saw about you, who really get around, like, particularly your attitude. Yeah. Because you're kind of like very happy very ambitious i think it was it chael Sonnen who was calling the fight and said he loved you in like the leader oh no it was um it was uh dan hardy and um, uh, yeah like just the
1: throughout the whole fight week whenever i did run into anybody you know i just was just trying to soak in everything mm. trying to be like you know take everything in and and that in itself was like you know i don't know i was just um embracing it all i'm just basically just a fan you know as much as I am a fighter, I'm just a fan of this sport. So like me seeing all these other fighters as well and just being through this whole experience, you know, it's enjoyable because I am just a fan. So all this media stuff, all seeing the other fighters, the weigh ceremonial weigh all of it, it's like, as much as weigh usually suck for me, it was like a good, good. Um, it was a good, you know, just a good fight week
0: for me. It was a yeah. just trying to take it all in. Well, so how are you preparing for this fight? Because this guy's a big dude. Yeah. at like, 155 pounds. I don't know how many kilos that That's is.
1: That's 70... 70.7 or something like that. 7, right. 7. And
0: this guy's like 6'3, 6'3". or 6'2 or something. That's yeah, ridiculous. He's a really big... He's really... Like, even though everyone's the same weight, there is this kind of like this talk or concept in like MMA where you can be big for that weight. Yeah. And he's yeah. like big for, sure. for that weight. For sure. What, what they mean by that usually is that they cut a lot of weight so that yeah. they
1: are big. You know what I mean? So usual guys that do fight around that 70 kilo weight division they usually walk around like the 85 you know 85 to 90 kilos and then Mm. throughout their fight camp they cut the weight and they make that 70 kilos so a person that usually fights around in my weight division walks around 75 80 kilos so it's Mm. like you can tell like 5 10 kilos every weight division it's like Mm. that's the size difference and but uh jalen especially man he's just um I don't know how you can be six foot three and weigh 70 kilos, you know, and still, like, be able to function.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we know both one of our mutual friends, Charles Joyner, is yeah. very, he's, yeah. he's massive. He's a tall, yeah, he's a tall guy for his um, weight. But run me through is kind of that fight week. So, like, how are you preparing for this fight? Because, I mean, you probably wouldn't have guessed that you are fighting this guy until you got the call, Exactly, right? exactly. Um, what was your game plan to fight a dude who was, like, that big? Um... To be honest, <laughs> it was just wing it. To be
1: honest, um, it's funny that you brought up Charlie because I actually used him as one of the, my sparring partners, the one of the very few sparring partners that I had to to get ready. Because it's hard to find guys that are, you know, that height, let alone close to that weight. But you know, mm. Charlie walks around 90, 90 kilos, and I got another friend, a close friend named Joel Kendrick, who walks around, you know, like ninety five plus kilos, and he's six foot four. So a lot of these guys that are at that weight. Uh, at, at that height usually weigh a lot more than I do so it was it was it was hard to find sparring partners you know what I mean and, and try to even yeah, get sparring partners to get ready for a guy like like Jalen so mm. it was it was already an uphill battle from the start you know what mm. I mean
0: well how did you feel how did you feel in the fight did you did you enjoy
1: yourself oh yeah 100% 100% um you know they all say um the lights the lights the bright lights of the UFC get get to a lot of people especially when you it's your ufc debut and you know there's ten thousand screaming fans and you know mm. there's there's celebrities in the crowd there's famous ufc fighters in the crowd there's officials you know it's um you know it gets it gets to a lot of people but for me it was like walking out and then playing my music it just felt um everything just felt natural you know what i mean it felt like i belong there like for the longest time you know ever since i i um was um chasing this career is we've always pictured a lot of mma fighters picture their first walkout especially in the ufc of being underneath the bright lights the camera in your face your Mm. music's playing the crowd's screaming so um yeah everything everything felt like um yeah everything felt like it just belonged like everything just went into place and fighting in that cage is um yeah, it was it was no different to any other fight that I had, you know. Besides a little bit more noise from the crowd screaming at you, mm. so um, yeah, it 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 felt good. But um, again, a step in uh, competition, you know, I wasn't fully fully prepared, and I was fighting upper weight division against a guy that's you know like a specimen, opinion, like eh? like a, jailing, yeah, a specimen like him. So everything was an uphill battle. But you know, I enjoyed myself in there. I enjoyed the whole process. So next one now i get to do it properly so I'm, mm. I'm excited for that one that's
0: great i'm excited too um now you had a little um injury in the fight yeah. um which is going to keep you out for like what how long 5 5 to 6 weeks and what's that you tore your meniscus my my
1: mcl so i got a grade 2 tear mcl um yeah so as i was so it happened in the fight i was uh circling across the cage and um i was like skipping side to side cuz jalen was obviously trying to cut off the ring so i was skipping side to side my ankle got caught on the cage. Uh twisted my ankle, but it wasn't my ankle that gave out. It was my knee that blew. So as soon as it happened, you know, like usually the punches and kicks and knees to the face and stuff, you really don't you really don't feel it in in the fight. Right. Um, but when that happened, I could instantly f- felt you know that instant pain in the leg. So I was like, yeah, so I've done something serious, and uh, yeah, so. Then it turned out and yeah, I got stopped from, from that.
0: So yeah, so I, I injured myself. I basically injured myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, um, it happens, man. It um, but you did keep on fighting, like I a tr- like a champion, try to get him on the I ground. I tried to, I tried
1: to, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, so you mentioned that you, you may be looking at a future UFC card, hopefully when it's back in Australia. Yep. Um, what are kind of the chances, of? do you think, of, of getting on that card or, or what's the kind of next steps for you? Um, well, first things first is obviously I wanna get my
1: myself, you know, back to 100% so I wanna fully rehab my knee mm. and then take it from there. But um, if I was, you know, I'm already starting to, I'm already talking to my manager about, you know, pushing me to get onto that uh, UFC Perth card in June. Mm. So hopefully when this heals and I get medically keyed to fight, then you know, I'll be more than likely be on that card. So awesome.
0: Uh, who's? Oh, I mean, I bet the UFC would have appreciated you stepping up. Oh, um, they, they, they did. They, they, really did appreciate
1: me stepping up and filling up a, a spot for them because they, they know what's at risk for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: you had the undefeated record. Oh uh, yeah. It, I mean, well, I mean, this was some. Some mentioned <coughs> that um, was it like in MMA? Um, when you take a loss, it's like not nearly as bad of a hit as like in boxing, for example. Yeah. Whereas if you get like some losses on that, on your stat sheet, then that kind of like maybe ruins or like yeah. has a much bigger impact yeah. on how people see you. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And I, I think um, I think Floyd Mayweather, who, who achieved the 50, 50 wins and zero losses, sort of like made that a thing, you know, because right. obviously he's undefeated. Obviously he makes the most money, you know. It's like a having that clean slate makes you seen more um a bit of a mistake about yeah like that and it's like to the to the casual fan it's like they look at that like oh well no one was able to beat this guy so they they automatically assume how good this guy is just because nobody's beaten but you know you could bash 28 trash cans you know what i mean tomato cans and 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 get an undefeated record but you know what does that really mean until you fight somebody that's a that's a good fighter, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I mean you you look at a guy like Connor, yep. who's had a few like high profile losses. Yep. He's got beaten up in a couple of fights, yep. but he's still the number one guy. Yeah.
1: He he's um but he's fighting the best competition out there. He is, and he mean? takes him. He
0: like he doesn't care. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Now, <laughs> I really like that about him <laughs> yeah. that he wants to go and fight he, and he beat, knowing out. that exactly. he won't get beat exactly.
1: up. Exactly. Exactly. Like he's a he goes out and 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 just fights. So you got to commend that, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. commend somebody that's going to go out there and fight the best and he doesn't care about undefeated record or not, or looking stupid in front of people. Yeah, he says what he's he says what he thinks he's going to do, and goes out and tries to do it. So yeah, uh, you've got to commend a guy like that.
0: Who are your uh, favorite guys to watch? Who are you a big fan of at the UFC in, at the moment? Um, at the moment, man,
1: there's a lot of guys that I am like I said I'm just a big fan of this sport. Um, yeah. there's uh Dominic Cruz who I've been following for the longest time. He's probably, in my opinion, the greatest uh, bantamweight in all of MMA
0: yeah
1: um and then I've obviously like Israel Adesanya I love his his fighting style you know what I mean like being able to switch up fight both stances as well predominantly more of a striker long rangy
0: um what did you think of um UFC 248. You what? There was obviously the awesome women's fight oh, between Wailly Jung and Joanna. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then that was a hard act to follow for, for it Izzy is, and Joanna. I think the crowd there and a
1: lot of people that are watching obviously got that bloodlust of like they've seen a fight like that, like one of the greatest fights ever. To yeah. back that up on top of like, you know, yeah. to follow that through, like, it's tough. But um, with with the game plan with those two, that fight, the way it played out, I think. Is exactly the way Izzy approached it. Is the way he should have approached it. Like you got a guy like um, Yoel who can at any any second explode and you know put your lights out. And then yeah. you know for Izzy, you know he just picked at him, picked at him, picked at him. And if he's not getting a reaction, um, Izzy is more of a counter fighter. So he's he's waiting for you to do something for him to counter. Mm. Okay. So with um, Izzy trying to probe a reaction, not getting the reaction. It's mm. not, he really can't he really can't set the tempo so mm. he usually does best against guys that come forward at him like the his last fight which was with Whittaker Whitaker, who was trying to get to him and 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 he was able to capitalize and, and be able to knock him out from him coming forward so it's that a lot of a lot of people watch that and be like oh it's a boring fight it's a boring fight but he did what he had to do you know at the end of the day um, um, winners get remembered you know what I mean yeah. so yeah Losers, they they forget about him. So winners, winners make history. Winners are, um, yeah, winners are the the guys that get remembered. So mm. He did everything, and he had so much to lose: his undefeated record, to lose his title. He just had to pick it. Him, you know, he did the right thing instead of trying to what please a few
0: drunken fans. You know what I mean? So it's like, so he did mm. the he did the right thing, in my opinion. Well, what would you say your fighting style is? So, like, he's is on the outside counter fighter? Do you have a style from ticker? Um,
1: yeah, I I, I um
0: I'm much the same, but I'm
1: more of a, I feel like I'm more of a proactive counter-striker, which is means I'll come forward, come forward, come forward, and force you to counter back at me, and then once you've started to counter back at me, I feel like that's that's when I start to capitalize on on, on you, on your weaknesses, on you opening yourself up. Um, but yeah, very similar, I feel, like I can fight both stances. Um, I don't know, I. I, I, I I fight everywhere, so it's, it's, it's tough to say. I, I, it's hard to explain what... Maybe if you could ask one of my opponents what my style is like.
0: Uh, yeah, but, they'd be able to uh, say it better. Maybe they,
1: they could say it better, but for me, it's just, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so you had, like three, like, regional titles, three Australian titles before you went into the UFC. Yeah, yeah, So how does that kind of landscape work? Like, do you just fight in different promotions at the same time? Or, like, what's it like for an Australian fighter trying to trying to make it eventually into the UFC? What do they have to do? <laughs> Man, um,
1: to be honest, uh, even though I was um, eight wins, undefeated, with five knockouts, and holding three of the three of three, ti- three major titles in Australia, you know, three of the five or six major titles in Australia, it wasn't even like guaranteed that I was going to be. And even being ranked number one in, in the country still wasn't enough to be like guaranteed a spot in the in the UFC. For me, though, one of my close friends, uh, Jamie Malaki, who actually pulled out from the fight mm. he had an injury um, yeah he told me he was, like he didn't know if he was gonna make make the make the fight so he, he messaged me and said look start to start gearing up to get ready to fight so you know he gave me the heads up and then I, I'm I told my manager like look this looks like there's gonna be a spot open man try to get me in there blah 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 so basically if it wasn't for him pulling out I probably wouldn't right
0: now still be like not in the UFC Right, so yeah it's, uh, it's tough what do you think it is about the UFC like they're obviously like you get the other promotions like Bellator or like 1FC but does it, it, within the fighters is everyone just want to go to the UFC like that's number one that's like the gold standard
1: uh, for, for, for a lot of people it is the gold standard a lot of people will think that 1 is the gold standard a lot of people think Bellator is the gold standard but like um, for me personally the UFC is the pinnacle of the sport where the best of the best go you know the best the best fighters all go to the ufc and then they obviously all want to be a champion so they to to say that they're the best of the best Mm. um yeah for for anybody chasing i feel like it depends i don't know with any of those big promotions they're, they're all good promotions
0: you know what i mean so it's it's tough Would you be happy to go fight one of those promotions if you got the opportunity um well now that i'm in the ufc no but so you yeah. actually you're under contract right like with the UFC for more than just one fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That so big congratulations. Yeah. yeah no that? because
1: so so I got my um I got my foot in the door like you said they 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 really they really appreciate me stepping up and fighting mm. up a weight class and putting my undefeated on the record, undefeated record on the line. Yeah. Um so they um yeah, so now, now they said look, you step in, you help us out. We'll uh we'll give you a proper contract and you know we'll get you back down to your weight division and and mm. you know you can show us what you really what you can really do on a full camp and you know so. is the
0: money better than in the normal Australian promotions? Oh man, so much better,
1: so 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 much better. That like literally fighting in the Australian MMA scene, you're paying more in training fees and medical fees than you would, you know, making back from the fight. You know, right. especially the time spent getting ready for these fights. And the dieting, the nutrition to side of things, you know, you're you're spending more in training fees and, and medicals than you are making back with, off winnings from a fight. So,
0: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you, 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 I don't know if you make much if you lose, right? You got to hope you win. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's yeah, it, exactly, exactly. Unless you're a, a local boy who's able to sell, you know, a couple of hundred tickets, then right. then you're making making some money or sell out some tables, then you're making some money. But right. Other than that, no, it's it's like I said, it's it's tough. It's a tough gig for that. Yeah, these guys.
0: Well, I was watching one of your videos online and like one of the promotional ones where when you're trying to get into the UFC yeah. and you said you started like martial arts following your brothers. Yeah. Um, so are your brother's fighting now as well or like what, how did that situation play out? Um, so
1: right now, um, so my, my eldest brother, Justin, who I call queer, he's actually, he's actually Kuya, um, right. which means older brothers. So that's why I call him queer. So queer Justin is, um, it, when we were younger, he started off doing Taekwondo. And he ended up getting his black belt in Taekwondo. And then my, um, me and my brother Joseph, who's the one just older than me, so I'm the youngest of four. Um, nice. we, we just ended up following uh, Justin. So um, we just followed him, you know, trained a few years and then taekwondo. in Taekwondo. And then me and Joseph ended up branching, branching out um, to do like kickboxing and Jiu Jitsu. While well, my brother still continued on with Taekwondo, um, but right now, uh, Justin's stopped completely. You know, right. he's 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 more focused on business side of things. And um, my brother, that's just a bit older than me, Joseph. He's um he's actually got kids, so he's focused on on the family life now. So he's he's yeah. he can't. He was fighting for a while, like when I when we first started, like when I first turned pro for the first probably two three years. He was fighting, but then obviously. Came mm-hmm. a dad and you know it's a yeah. lot harder to, to be able to train and you know have to worry about that stuff too so he went down the family route and I'm more on yeah. the career now of this uh,
0: yeah so how old were you when you started training or at least started
1: taekwondo oh taekwondo I was about 11, 12 and then I did that for about 3 years and then I transitioned when I was 15 into doing jiu jitsu mm. and then well jiu jitsu kickboxing MMA all together mixed it all together when I was 15 so 25 now, so 10 years. I've Basically, been doing it. So yeah.
0: yeah. And how's it? How's it going? What do you like training the most? What do I like? I like honestly. Um,
1: I love everything about this sport. Everything from from the physical side of it to the technical side of it to the emotional side of it to everything. Everything about this sport, I, I love. Like, um, um, I'll, I'll I'll train all day. Right. I'll train in the morning. I'll come home. I'll rest. I'll train in the night. And then when I come home from training you know, I, I can't switch it off. It's like I'll, I'll come home, I'll lay in bed and the first thing I do, YouTube. Yeah. Then I just start watching fights or I start watching some jujitsu, or I start watching some wrestling. Anything to do with combat sports, I'm obsessed, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's either like an obsession or just like a real deep passion. But like um, I'm, I love this sport.
0: Love How it. do you... Um, this is one question I always think about is like Australia doesn't really have uh, like a wrestling culture so much as like other countries, particularly America. Yeah. Because like you get these guys... Just like some some killers in the high school and like college yeah, scene yeah. in America. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of like adjust for that or how do you train for wrestling? Um,
1: to be honest, it, it, it's a, as much as if it, it is a culture, I feel like that type of wrestling, that freestyle wrestling, is um, some bits of it is useless in, in MMA because obviously you have to worry about getting close without getting punched, kicked, kneed. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so it, I feel like wrestling for them is different. It's just like, um, uh, how do I put it? It's like, um, I feel like it's just like Gi Jiu Jitsu right. for, for MMA. Like some bits of Gi Jiu Jitsu works well and um, some of it just doesn't, you know, some it's just like inapplicable because you're getting punched in the face while you're trying to grab onto a sleeve or something, you know what I mean? Which and on and in the MMA you don't have anything to grab onto, no Gi. Gee top so to grab onto, you no know, pants to grab onto, so it's some of it's applicable you can use and some of it you can't. So and to deal with wrestlers, you know, I feel like a lot of wrestlers they they like to be the bully. You know, I've I've faced a few guys that have like really good wrestling and they tend to be guys that like to push forward and be the guy dominating. Where if you were to do that to them, you know, put them on their back, you know, it's roles reverse. They 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 strip they, uh, you know, they crumble, struggle. yeah that's it you know they crumble that's it
0: yeah so you're training out of two gyms right now you i think you, there was Australian top team and is it Eagles MMA no
1: i'm only training out of one gym
0: okay Igor MMA okay yeah and um, what's that what's that like what's that gym like um it's um it's uh it's t- it's a it's a funny it's a funny gym because
1: um at that gym i've i've got no like no other fighters besides myself right um, well, no active fighters besides myself. Um, a lot of the people that I train with are just people that love the sport too, that just do it for a hobby, you know, to stay fit. Um, so it's it's more of like a, commo- as much of it is like a, a fight gym, it's like there's a lot of, like a lot we get a lot of tourists coming into the gym. And, right. and so, because it's based in Bondi Junction, we get a lot of tourists. So it's a, look, it's a good gym and me, me and my coach get along really well. You know, he's like, to me, he's like a, like a father figure to me you know more than just fighting he's actually like a a life coach because he's got so much experience in life um, but yeah it's a it's an awesome gym I get along with my coach you know we just click and and yeah he's he's gotten me to where, where I've
0: you know where I am now from mm. from the jump mm. well, that's great so for people at home um, they've got this Perth card that we can look forward to um, where can people follow you like when they want to keep up with you um and you know your journey and your mixed martial arts career
1: um so i'm on instagram at josh coolabow so c-u-l-i-b-a-o so josh coolabow c-u-l-i-b-a-o um and yeah i've got a facebook facebook page um joshua coolabow mma fighter if you can follow that i post all my stuff on
0: on those on those two those two mainly. All right, cool. Well, why don't we, before you go, why don't you give a shout out to your friends who run the Humbel brand? Yeah, uh, um, so, so it's um, pronounced humble. Okay, it's spelled humble <laughs> but it's humble. Um, shout <laughs> show, out the
1: to... ca- show the camera <laughs> the
0: shirt.
1: Was... Uh, shout out to uh, Nick, always hooking us up. You know, the best best active wear. It's comfortable and you know it's good for casual occasions.
0: So, shout out to Nick from Humble Fit. We did give you brought this one for you as well. This is a CHP Muscle shirt um get them online at carnagehouseproductions.com. Um, it's been uh it's been great having you on josh and i look forward to seeing what your, your what your future career's got on thank you um if you want to support carnage house as well you can like us on facebook subscribe on youtube uh, follow us on instagram and if you really like us a lot and want to give us some money you can support <laughs> us on patreon um also if you're wondering about the painting that's what our little sis did uh, in the back she's doing our production stuff as well so if you want a painting done you can potentially ask her uh, and if you're wondering why it's a bit not straight today uh, it's because we haven't found the proper way to hang it up yet but we're going to get it in a sec um but anyway it's been good talking with josh a good fighter profile and we hope to have you on a lot more times as awesome. you uh as you go through your awesome. career awesome uh thank you for having me on all good all
1: right great